Welcome to the Smart HVAC Marketing Podcast, the podcast for HVAC contractors who are ready to quit screwing around and begin growing their business. Powered by Rival Digital. On this show, you'll hear from industry leaders and become equipped with the tools and knowledge you need to build a world-class business. Now, here's your host, Eric Thomas. Hello again, everybody. Welcome back to the Smart HVAC Marketing Podcast. My name is Eric Thomas. I'm the host of the show. Uh, thank you again for for tuning into another episode. I hope everybody had an outstanding Christmas. Uh, if you're listening to, to this in the uh, in the future, um, we uh, we all hope that you had a great Christmas here uh, over at Rival Digital and um, are ready to tackle the new year. Uh, so a few things that are changing around the podcast for the new year, uh, and this has actually changed already, but I just want to go ahead and, uh, announce it again. We have moved episodes from Tuesdays and Thursdays. Now will be new, new episodes every Wednesday. Um, just a little bit of, I guess, for the sake of transparency, I was getting pretty burned out having to produce two episodes a week. Um, so we have slimmed it down to one episode a week, and they're just going to be a little bit more robust episodes and how kind of dig in a little bit deeper than we typically do on our episodes. So uh, super excited. You can be looking forward to new episodes every single Wednesday on all your streaming platforms. Um, <clears throat> and then also another thing that's new around here. If you haven't, please join our newsletter. We have the weekly rival roundup newsletter that comes out every Friday. Uh, which has all of the information from previous podcast guests, stuff going around, going on around uh, our end of the world. And we got marketing tips of the week, the canine corner where we show off uh, people who are using dogs and marketing, all this good stuff. So you could join that uh, by going to our website, rivaldigital.com. And there's a thing in the footer where you can put your email address in and get all of the cool um, newsletters that we put out. So enough of me rambling. Today, we are joined by Philip St. Let me make sure I get this right. Jocks? Yes. Jax? You did. I was right the first time. <laughs> Philip St. Jocks. Yeah. Philip, how are you doing? Great, great, Eric. Nice to meet you. Yeah, absolutely. So, Philip, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself for our listeners. Tell them a little bit more about, uh, about what you do and uh, your experience uh, in the industry and how you got to where you are now. Oh, terrific. And this is a, a, a if you sure it's only 30 minutes. I think it's going to take a little longer than that. <laughs> I'm joking. Um, I'm Philip St. Jacks, and I help lead the enterprise marketing services team here at, at Workwave. Um, began my career um, early on, probably early 90s. My brother uh, and I, my twin brother and I, started a marketing firm back in North Jersey. And we were specialized in franchise organizations, and we had a lot of field service franchise organizations um, that we worked with. Um, fast forward 20-something years, we had uh, WorkWave had acquired our company back in, in 2018. And now my brother and I are still here kind of leading the, uh, the enterprise marketing services, services team. So, you know, a, a world of experience in terms of, you know, marketing at the very top and at the, 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 the very entry point of a lot of businesses. Wow. So what, I guess, what, what attracted you to the, 
you know, the, the home service or the field service side of franchising? You know what? It just seemed to be the most in need because a lot of the businesses are not um, brick and mortar. So there's a lot of advantages and there's some disadvantages to not ha to, to having a brick and mortar location. You, obviously the branding and signage is, 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 is there. When you're kind of running a, like a like a back office and everything's kind of running out of a out of out of a van, there's a lot more challenges. Uh, I think there's a lot more challenges that 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 come with that. And a lot of the businesses that we work with, you know, you know, for the most part, they tend to be very busy. So they they need help in a couple of different areas. One is kind of helping them just organize their digital world, right? And, and you, I'm sure you have a lot of experience this with, everything is everywhere. I've got a web guy that did this. I got a domain set up over here. I don't know where my logins for this, right? There's a lot of challenges around that. So we just happen to really like um, the, the energy and the pace of field service uh, businesses. We understood it. Services I use all the time as a, as a homeowner. Um, and it's just something we really enjoy. Oh, awesome. Yeah, I'd love to dig in a little deeper about about franchising because that is something that, you know, a lot of our listeners are independent contractors or, you know, small, small, medium sized business owners who they probably, you know, they either own what they would consider to be a local company versus a franchise, even though, you know, independently owned franchise businesses are still a local company. Um, but a lot of them probably, if you're, I mean, if they're listening to this, they probably would agree that a lot of folks turn their nose up to franchising sometimes. Um, so I'd love to get your take on, you know, franchising for home services in particular. What do you think about it? Well, it's, I mean, there's really no denying that there are many very successful um, franchisors in the home service industry. I think we mentioned a couple, um, a, a couple when we we're getting introduced, um, and it's just growing. Um, there's there's a, um, I think a lot of advantages to having that operational infrastructure that somebody has kind of already figured out, and so that you can focus on just like running and growing your business as opposed to trying to figure out like all those operational stumbling blo blocks that somebody's already you know already been through. Yeah. So I think that there there are I mean. And you kind of look at all of these holding companies and there's there's a just a ton of of home service field service holding companies that that's all they they focus on um and and again you know we can we can you know uh, neighborly is 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 probably the king of the hill in that in that regard um yeah. but so there's a lot of there's a lot of benefits to um there's a lot of benefits to, to kind of joining a just a really a really strong team yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm with you there. I, I think that, and, and that's kind of, you know, that that's how the franchise model works. You know, they're someone wants to get into business for themselves. They're either an outstanding technician or they're wanting to <clears throat> just, you know, go into business ownership, but they don't have, you know, they might have the capital to start a business, but they don't have the business acumen. They don't understand field software management or, you know, sales or marketing operations, how to read a PNL statement, all that stuff. Um, and, and that's why you buy into a franchise is because you're, you're purchasing a business model. 
And that is something that, you know, I, I think is really solid if you're wanting to get into business ownership. But with, you know, the, the on the flip side, obviously the con of that is that you have to pay a royalty um, to the franchisor, which is typically, you know, seven to 10% in some cases. Um, but you're buying a business model that's already proven. Yeah, absolutely. And you just, I mean, it's not for everybody and you have to kind of decide like what, you know, wh where, where are you coming from? Are you a kind of large, you know, regional company that is looking to take to the next level, um, take it to the next level, right? And that's probably one reason you would probably, you know, join one of these franchise or holding groups. If you're an independent technician looking to start your own business, you know, you may know everything there is to know about HVAC. You probably know very little about what it takes to run a business. And I, and, I, and I would argue that, you know, deciding to be a business owner and, and being an HVACC technician are two completely different things, right? So you can decide mm -hmm. that you want to be in the business ownership role. You have to just mm -hmm. kind of make that, you know, just understand when you, when you kind of, you know, become a franchisee, you're now in the, you're now a business owner, which requires, you know, finance, operations, sales and marketing, Op, you know, all, all uh, operational stuff, all of that stuff needs to be figured out. HR, you know, even if you're one person, mm -hmm. you got to figure out, you know, how do you get paid? W what does your insurances look like? What is your, you know, liability insurance look like? All of that stuff. Yeah. I feel like right now in the industry, another big thing that's going on is the private equity is kind of taken over where <clears throat> a lot of these private equity firms are buying up a lot of HVAC businesses. Um, as a way, you know, to, to grow their firm and, and, uh, to, it's almost like, it's almost like franchising in some senses. Cause there's, there's, there's like, um, like the wrench group, for example, and service champions as another one, for example, where they, you know, they have a proven business model and they're growing through acquisitions, uh, but it's not necessarily franchising. Have you had any experience in that? And what are your thoughts on it? Yeah, no, a hundred percent in, um, you know, a work wave, uh, at the core of WorkWave are two large operational software platforms. One is called PestPack in, in pest control, and the other is RealGreen, which is on the, in the lawn and landscaping industry. And, you know, just as you had mentioned in the HVAC space, there are lots of holding companies in the, in the pest control space just looking to buy pest control companies. And, and tons of, of, of activity in that space. And the multiples are ridiculous because I think it's, it's true in the HVAC space, you, you know, a, a lot of these uh, pest control companies and lawn care companies sell like subscription services, like home protection programs or monthly billing, quarterly billing, annual billing that auto renews. So it's that type of business model that recurring, reoccurring revenue model is, the, is what, it becomes so attractive. And I think that's the same. I think it's, it's, it's similar to franchising in that, that royalty revenue is the thing that's the, the most valuable part of a franchise system. So the, that reoccurring revenue in, you know, pest control, uh, lawn care, HVAC, any type of field service business, if you've got that type of revenue, you're, you're, you're doing something right. And it's exceptionally valuable revenue. Yeah. So what are some ways that you've seen business owners uh, increase their reoccurring revenue? 
That's really that's a really great question. I literally just had this conversation on Friday, and I have this over over and over again. Um, essentially, when we we bring on a client, what we like to do is kind of take a look at them and 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 decide is your goal this reoccurring revenue, and if that is your goal, let's kind of start at the at the very beginning. I was talking with a company on Friday, had a ten thousand person. Uh, 10,000 contact database. I said, what are you doing to market that database? He's like, nothing. He said, it's probably all, you know, one-time project work. I said, do you have any type of subscription program or home protection program? And he's like, no, we don't. Tell me more about this. And I said, look, here's your ultimate goal. Your ultimate goal is you want to exit the big, the business at the highest valuation possible the highest dollar you can acquire is that reoccurring revenue dollar, that home protection program. So mm -hmm. let's develop some packages. Let's start taking these, these one-time project people. We can start marketing to them to some type of home protection program, and you can start laddering up. I said, that should be your goal, and that should be your marketing strategy moving forward should be not about doing the job tomorrow, but turning that job tomorrow into reoccurring revenue by getting to, onto some type of a plan. Yeah. So when you're developing these plans, would what would you recommend um, in regards to like adding value to them? Because I know sometimes the average homeowner might not see some of these plans as valuable. They might just see it as um, another monthly expense. Yeah, that, that's that's terrific. At the end of the day, you have to the the plan has to deliver some type of, of value. And again, I'll use myself as an example. I just had an HVACC technician come out to my house to service our unit. Um, we just bought a new home down in the, in, the, in the New Jersey Beach area. And I had an HVAC technician come out to the home. I said, it was them. My wife says, oh, it doesn't feel as hot as it should. And I said, okay, go call a guy. Comes out, takes a look at it. And he says, look, you know, I could charge you for today. Or I've got a, you know, here's, a, here's a, an annual contract plan for, you know, about $100 more covers all of this stuff, you get preferential treatment, and we'll co we come out on regularly scheduled interviews, and if you call up with an emergency, we're, you're the first one on the list. That to me was a value. I said, I'm signing up, and I signed up immediately. I said, 100% sign me in, because yeah. the value to me as a homeowner for HVAC, pest control, lawn care is, I don't want to think about it. Make yeah. it so I don't have to think about it. I don't have to, I don't want to have to think about my pest control. I don't want to think about my lawn care and I don't want to think about HVAC. I want to make that decision, turn it over to somebody I trust, feel some type of value in the, in, in the home protection program, but just know that I'm covered and know that either me or my wife knows who to call when there's an issue. So I think for, for me, the value was in, I am a preferred customer. I get to the top of the list if there's a problem. Yeah. And and it sounds like that company, you know, that sounds like the technician that done a good job of selling it as well, which is half the battle over, honestly, probably 90% of the challenge with, you know, that we see in the industry is you spend all this time, you get coaching and the coach helps you develop these maintenance agreements, the service plans, stuff like that. You take it to market, you're advertising it on Facebook and your website and all this good stuff. And then your technician gets in the home and then forgets to sell it to the homeowner or yeah. they i forgot to so, mention it yeah they forget to mention it because they, they don't it's not what they you know honestly they don't really care 
hundred percent. I, I, I'm going to give them a plug. I'll tell you who it is. It's Coastal HVAC here in, I think they're based out of um, Hazlitt, New Jersey. Phenomenal. Great company. Had two technicians out, you know, young, smart, um, affable, like really got along with them, felt them comfortable with them in the house. But I felt comfortable that they were telling me exactly what the problem was. And they weren't trying to like, but like, oh, you need a whole new unit. Oh, we got to rip this out. We got to put a new one in. They're like, oh, no, you got, you know, hey, you got five years left on this unit. Let's just keep our eye on it. Here's a service plan. We'll keep, you know, now it's, we'll record it in our system. You know, if there's a problem, we'll, we'll come right out, right? Awesome. They knew how to do it. So obviously, it, it, it's not just about advertising a home protection program. It's about mm -hmm. the person who's walking in the door, that technician who's walking in the door, understanding that their job is to fix a problem but it, they are also a sales and marketing advocate for the company so a lot of yeah. pest control companies are successful because the technician in the home is incentivized to look not overcharge a client but to definitely upsell a client i'm quite sure this young gentleman james who came to my house and sold me that hvac plan we got some type of commission on it and i was happy that he did because you know what i felt like i got peace of mind for mm -hmm. another for an extra hundred dollars over what they were going to charge me i'll do that all day long yeah absolutely a value-based upsell i guess is always the way to go in any instance yeah and it wasn't like i said he could have he could 100 percent have said oh man you know this this air conditioning we got to get this out of right away it's on its last legs we gotta you know which isn't the case and i knew it wasn't the case but he could have so he could have really said anything I would have smelled that coming a mile away, but he, he just spoke the truth. And I felt like he was telling me the truth and he's like, let's just, yeah. so I think the home, it's not just about what do you want the home protection to be and how do you sell it is, are you training your technicians to just really just be the right kind of people that, that your, your customers are comfortable with? Are they comfortable? Do they, I, so next time I call coastal line, I have a problem. 100% I'm going to ask for James and I'm going to, uh, because I, I know he already knows me. He already knows my wife and he already knows my, my system. hundred percent. I would, I'll ask for him all day long. Yeah. That's awesome. So let's talk a little bit more about WorkWave. Um, yep. Tell, you know, tell us a little bit more about it and, and kind of all of its features and abilities. You really, this is really going to be a four hour podcast, isn't it? <laughs> joking it, it is it's a phenomenal software so if you think about what we do as the vanguard of like 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 lead generation for your your company the workwave software is everything from when that lead hits your hits your 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 application how the jobs get scheduled where you or how you order your supplies how you communicate with your customers it's like a fully fully a full end-to-end -end operational software company for your for your business all the way through um workway payments we're, we're now a payment processor so we process a lot of client payments right through right through the application we also have a there's a, a company that we acquired just recently called slingshot which is this is phenomenal after hours and over the weekends call answering chat web forms so so what they recognized was uh, years ago that um the, uh, the gentleman that, uh, named taylor taylor olson 
recognized that lots of the leads would come in after a business closed or over the weekend and nobody was nobody was getting back to them so or or you know you have a pest control problem or your hvac is broken you want somebody right away you want some, you know 24 hour service you don't care when it when it is and you notice these things kind of when you get home right mm-hmm. you get home and you turn on your air conditioning it's not working or the heat's not working or you see a your pest or something that's when you kind of make the call anyway slingshot they'll answer your phones after hours and it's not just call answering service they will also book the book close business and drop that that business onto your schedule in in one of our operational software companies so they're they almost act like your csrs where they will take the call they will close the business they will and they answer as as you and then they will drop that onto your schedule so you wake up in the morning and show up to work and you've got a a a, a full day scheduled out yeah Something that I've heard a lot of when it comes to those, I'm looking at the website right now, by the way. Slingshot. Really cool. uh, uh, oh, Workwave. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, Serve Man by Workwave. Oh, Serve Man. Yep, yep, yep. Serve, serve Man too. Yeah, so, so, okay. I was just saying, like, I think one thing that I've seen in regards to Slingshot, and um, I'd love to see what, what Slingshot does. I kind of, to, uh, I guess to combat this, a challenge that I see a lot of times in the industry when it comes to these, uh, you know, virtual receptionists or um, after-hours call center type things, is they don't always know, um, I guess, the business as well as the on-call CSR would or the nine-to-five CSR would. Uh, and in some instances, I've even seen it, you know, as you know, the the marketing partner for some some HVAC businesses, I've seen where. Um, a customer will come in with you know questions and the person answered it incorrectly and then they lost that opportunity to sell them so what what makes slingshot different what is some of the stuff that they do to um, help uh, you know avoid having that type of of issue yeah that's great i would say they only focus on field service businesses right so it's not Mm -hmm. you know they're not you know answering phones for accounting firms or for lawyers it's only field service and primarily it's in pest control and it's in lawn care. So they really understand the, the, those spaces. I would have to check on what their expertise in the HVAC space is, but I do know that they work with some HVAC companies and the training, right? So, so it's not something where you call up today and they're start answering the phone tomorrow. There's training on their, their teams, their scripts that they have to go, kind of go, have to go through. And you don't have to have them close the business. You can just have them take Take a call, take a call, and then you know maybe there's a you know there's an alert that goes out to the owner if it's an emergency, right? Something along those lines. Um, but yeah. I would, but the a, a big part of their value is they do know field service, they do know pest control, and they they can close business and drop that and, and drop that business onto your uh, and have integrations with uh, with our software programs that allow them to drop those meetings onto your or those uh, those. Uh, scheduled appointments run into your software. Yeah. So how many, um, <clears throat> I guess like how, how big of the, a portion of the business is in the HVAC plumbing side for Workwave? That's a great question. I probably, I can probably ping somebody right now and get that, get that information. It's, 
it's predominantly pest control. It's pest control, lawn care, cleaning, HVAC. It's definitely one of the large, the, the four pillars. Um, yeah. But I'm not sure how big that pillar is. I, I just to be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, it's it's cool. I was just looking because it looks like you guys have a lot of you know a lot of industries, which is great. Um, I know that's something that um, a lot of contractors, you know, they're there's a lot of um, you know, solutions out there. A lot of te- there's a lot of technology out there these days. It seems like, and um, it's hard to find one that kind of meets, you know, checks several boxes. You know, you might find one that's great for dispatching and scheduling, um, but lacks marketing capabilities or lacks uh, reporting. Um, or you find one that has the coolest integrations and marketing stuff in it, but the scheduling is wonky. Um, so it's, it's interesting to, you know, to see this, this product, it looks like there's a lot of, um, you know, a lot of cool stuff, even with like transportation and logistics, like with routing. And I know that that's very, I, I know that this podcast is a little bit more HVAC, but I know from my pest control background that I spent about a year and a half, about two years working for a pest control company. I I do know that, um, the route side is very important. And I think that's important for any home service as well, you know, to be able to optimize your routes. Absolutely. Um, the, the routing, um, the routing is, is, is a phenomenal piece of the software that it kind of integrates with the operational software, um, just to, to gain the most efficiency out of your day, right. Or out of a technician's mm-hmm. day. You know, if they're, you know, if they got 10 stops to make, we have to get, get them from A to B back home to A in, in mm-hmm. the most efficient amount of time. Yeah. So, so how does that work if there's wrenches, you know, kind of thrown in the plane? Cause that happens a lot with HVAC where you'll have a technician who has four, you know, four repair jobs booked for the day. They get to the first job and they think, okay, I just need to change this capacitor or, you know, just a simple thermostat fix. And then, and then next thing you know, they're at that house for six hours and all their jobs get pushed back. So how does, how does it adjust to stuff like that? Hey, Eric, I love you, man. But I, I, uh, I should have brought one of the technology guys onto this call. So <laughs> I'm sure there's a way to kind of get around it. It kind of falls outside of what we do on the marketing side. I'm sure there's a way that they can reroute jobs or put another technician in there or because I'm sure that happens all the time, right? That's probably one yeah. of the, 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 when everything's perfect, you know, no software, um, you know, has to account for things not going perfectly. So I'm hundred percent mm-hmm. sure that there's a way to kind of reroute jobs or send other technicians yeah. in and also have that communication, direct communication stream with the client. Um, and you've gotten these before technicians come to your house, you get a text message saying, Hey, he's delayed or Hey, he's, he's, you know, he'll be there in 10 minutes, like those types of things. So I'm sure there's, yeah. there's, there's stuff that's kind of built into the software. Yeah. So I guess to kind of use that as a way to segue into some of the marketing stuff, um, you know, what are, what are some of the ways that you see contractors utilizing marketing to just to fill up their job board and, and to get more customers. That's great. And I, I would say it's, it's, it's not, the economy is Google search, right? If we kind of, if we kind of leave it out there and, and, and you can probably speak, speak to this as, as well. We've just spent 
a lot of time really shoring up our clients' digital foundation. You know, the Google My Business page, they, a lot of our clients still don't recognize how important that is to growing their business. And it's probably, especially of these, these um, younger companies or these companies that are just starting out, probably their best opportunity to get on the first page of Google search results is through your Google My Business page. A lot of companies mm -hmm. still don't even uh, um, don't even know that. I was at a conference a few months back. Um, it was the, a, wi a window cleaning conference, and I was talking on the power of Google My Business and just you know you, you know getting reviews and Google My Business page optimization and how it links up with your website. But there was one guy that raised his hand and he's like, "I ran my business for two years off of my Google My Business page. I had nothing else. That's all I had." He goes, because it's all I could afford, which was zero. He goes, I ran my business for two years off of my Google My Business page. I just got a website this year. So so we, when we bring on a client or we look at a client, we just look at, every, we kind of look at everything and just kind of make sure we're not doing what they ask, it's doing what they need. It's almost like going to the doctor, like, doctor, what's wrong? I, I, I don't feel good. And he kind of does, a, he looks at a bunch of different things. That's what we do. It's really kind of shoring up the digital infrastructure. And pulling all of their assets back under their tent and in their control. You know, how many times have we, you know, as, as you know, the web guy has their domain name, they own it, right? Or owns their hosting account or owns their website, right? And they don't have a lot of their digital assets or they don't know how to access them. Or, you know, one of the CSR set up their Google My Business page years ago and now she left the company and, and is off doing something else, right? So it's really just taking that inventory and just shoring up their, their digital foundation. And then it's starting to layer on, okay, what is the goal? You know, what is our goal for the year? What do we want to see happen for the year? And if we want to get, you know, obviously, you know, in, in, especially in, in lawn and, and pest control, um, especially and, and with HVAC, very seasonal businesses. So the things you talk about in the spring are very different than the things you talk about in the, in the fall. So just making sure our communications kind of line up with the, the, the time of year and what customers are in, are in need of. And then the third thing is not just thinking about as, 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 as tactical, like I want to be on this platform, I want to be on, the, on that one, but making sure that message is kind, of, is kind of pushed out on all platforms simultaneously. So there's kind of a unified, a unified strategy approach. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's very important for business owners uh, to own their marketing even on, on other assets, it's, it's so unfortunate. I've seen it happen <clears throat> a lot now with some of the, you know, so there's a lot of big name companies out there where they own all of your website and they own your ad accounts and they own your GMB. Yeah. And, and, and then when they go to try to leave that company, it's just an absolute mess. 100%. One of the things when, 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 um, uh, business owners are evaluating our services, we'll ask them. And he said, well, you know, these, these, you know, this company is doing it cheaper. I said, okay, just ask them when you leave, do you get to take your assets with you? Like who owns your website? And that's a simple question, but it has one, it's one that has profound implications on their business. Right. It may look cheap now, like, but you're really just leasing your assets. You're, you don't actually mm -hmm. own your assets with the, yeah. with the, with the products that we, that we build for clients, you've built an asset, you've built a corporate asset, you own those assets. 
And if you ever decide to leave, we don't want you to, but if you ever decide to leave, you have an asset that you, that you take with you um, or that, that belongs to the company, yeah. not your, your company, not, not our company. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we are <clears throat> running up on time here a little bit. Um, so before we go, I usually last thing I ask before we get going is, is just a, What's a, what's a piece of advice that you would give to a contractor out there who's just getting started in their business? That's terrific. Just getting started in the business, I would say two, there, there, there's two, two things. Google my business page. And we talked a little bit about that already. If you don't know what it is or if you don't, or, or if you do know what it is, make sure you set it up. Make sure you've optimized it. Make sure you're putting photos on there. It is really important. It's probably your best opportunity to be to be found in local search period um so if if you're a new business and people are talking about seo it's a little too early for that you really just want to kind of start with those the foundations um that that foundation and second of all is online reviews um one of the really successful things that we have here at workwave is an online reviews um application that works with our that works with our software that's phenomenal because the currency on in, on the internet obviously is search and keywords and reviews, and so we mm-hmm. help those companies kind of get those get, get reviews, get found online through the Google My Business page. And the third thing I'm going to say is there's a new application that's out called um, Nextdoor. It's probably about a few years old now. You've probably seen it by now. Very very strong, very hyper local, and it, it really is friendly to local businesses. For uh, posting things just in their in their geographic area uh, for free um, that that gets shared with all of your neighbor with all your neighbors. Yeah. So I would check those things out. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I agree. I think taking advantage of any of the free stuff is a must. You know, it's the, you know I I think you should always have a nice website and always be actively you know advertising and doing all that stuff. Maybe I'm a little biased because you know you and I do websites and marketing and all that stuff. Um, so a little bias there, but I think it, one of the easiest low hanging fruits for any business owner is Google my business and, and next door and Facebook groups. I think Facebook groups is a big one too. Uh, um, even just like the local buy selling trade, you know, community yard sale, Facebook group, people go on there and ask for contractors all the time. So being on those and putting your name in the hat never hurts. No. Um, yeah. That's terrific. Um, I, I I couldn't agree uh, more. Absolutely. So, Philip, I, I really appreciate you uh, joining us today. For all our listeners out there, thank you for tuning into another episode. Uh, but before we go, Philip, what is a good way for our listeners to learn more about WorkWave and uh, get a hold of you if they'd like? Yes, simply go to workwave.com. Um, and if you're interested in the marketing side of things, um, you can just navigate over to the marketing um, the, the marketing software, marketing services, and that form fill will come to somebody on my team and, and somebody on the sales team that will be able to get in touch with me. You can also email me at um, pstjacks, P-S-T-J-A-C-Q-U-E-S at workwave.com. And certainly ask me any, any, any questions or find me on LinkedIn. Awesome. Well, Philip, I appreciate you joining us today and I, uh, I hope you have a great rest of your afternoon. Have a great day. Thank you, Eric. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in for another episode. If you're an HVAC contractor in need of digital marketing services, contact us today at www.rivaldigital.com.